discussing change at the cellular level. <laughs> Here in this conversation, Ama and I have a great one, as always, talking about how deep things go for us as far as our experiences, past, present, and future. No, I just had to include future in there because it just, just sound good. I just wanted to say it with a deep voice. We talked about change at the cellular level and how things affect you from the past. And uh, we were watching a video. In fact, I'm going to do a review on that video as well and share it and talk about some things that I absolutely love about it and maybe a few things that I found interesting about it. <laughs> um, but at any rate, it's a great video that talks about our experiences and how they impact us, not just our brains, but all the way down to the cellular level. So here we dialogue or at least part, half some of the time we we dialogue, as you see by the title, um, as Alma gently drifts off. But let me know what you think. It was a fun conversation, and um, I thought it was just fun at the same time. So, yeah, enjoy. Oh, and I forgot one more thing um, to actually give context to what you're getting ready to hear. So at the end of the video, one of the formulas that they gave you in order to reset, in order to develop a new relationship with experiences and to not fall back into old feelings and old reactions, they said to find a word that worked for you and you were going through these different mantras and using the word to help reinforce positivity yourself, as well as kind of if you got off track, you would use this word and it would reset you. So that's what you're going to hear us talk about first. We were talking about our individual words that we chose and why. See ya. Okay. I want to talk about our individual situations where we can relate to um, things that, are, that go down to the cellular level for us that we <clears throat> that we're doing the exercise of how to take a, a word and to be able to use that word to create a new experience, a new feeling, and to change things change our experience or our relating to a particular thing on the cellular level. Ultimately changing it from that level all the way up to just our whole being and the way we think, the way we speak and the whole outward experience and expression inward and outward so um with that with some i'm curious if, if yours first it's <laughs> okay <laughs> it's okay so basically you're just like we were talking about before you're I'm curious as to what your word is and, and even an example, maybe if you're willing to share, like where you use it or where you, if you already use it or um, if you, you know, are from this video intending on using it. You probably already, you know, more likely been doing it before, but I'm just curious as to your word. Well, yeah, let's start there. First, I'm just curious as to your word. What is, peace. your word is peace. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
sense to me <laughs> sleepy head <laughs> that makes sense to me um as you know Camille you even mentioned it you know uh, you know 10 to 15 minutes ago peace is the word that resonates with me as well <clears throat> um funny thing about me when it comes to peace is like I remember the, f- the first time in about maybe 20 to well, like 2011 or 2012, I remember when I had this little daydream, and I told you this before, so I'll make it fast. I had a daydream about the last church, the traditional church that I played for, and you know, two blocks up from there is a, a McDonald's, and I don't know why the hell in this dream I was going to McDonald's, because even in my dreams I should know better than to go McDonald's, because I don't eat McDonald's, <laughs> but at any rate. <laughs> I happened to be walking from there, at least in that direction, right? But I believe I was going to either McDonald's or the post office, like one of the ones that was next to each other. So long story short, I set out to walk. It's a, you know, it's a cool day or whatever. But the main thing was I set out to walk, and I was fine with that. And I was with my thoughts, and I was planning for the journey, which was going to be probably about 10 minutes. And in a dream, along came a truck, and the truck's just happened to be uh, being driven by a person who was really nice and he just pulled over and and for some reason was just like, you know, where are you going? Would you like me to give a ride? And I was like, well, I'm actually only going up two blocks. And I was like, for sure. And I got in a truck and then in the dream, a block up, the truck broke down. And at that point, it I realized something about life. In that moment, I could have felt disappointment because the truck broke down and because I had put my peace or my, um, it was another word I was using too, but let's just use, uh, peace, it was definitely peace, but I think I was also using another word too. But I had put my, I had basically rested my peace of mind on the fact that I was in this truck and that we were going. So I could have, in one way, experienced disappointment um, and then the other option that I had, um, which which was the other way that I could feel, is that I could think back to the fact that I was going to walk anyway. So really, I could just be grateful that I'm actually a block closer. And, you know, I set out to walk anyway. But what I realized is I could have I up I could have uplifted my peace and put it into a particular circumstance. And if that circumstance didn't work out, I could experience emotions that really I don't need to feel if I think back to just the overall journey and that I was okay before. You know, it, it made me realize how different things can really affect our peace, you know, our our um our mental peace, you know. And at that point in my life, I remember realizing that I was not only not gonna let bad things rob me of my peace or take my peace away from me. But here was the revelation. I wasn't going to let good things take away my peace either. And what that meant was like, 
a place of being even killed where I could be excited about good things, right? And I could definitely just feel the normal emotions of being affected by something bad. But where, especially with the good things, I didn't then all of a sudden uproot my peace and my contentment and my solace to put it in any particular circumstance in life or any way that life was going or was not going because of the fact that if I did that, then that would mean as the tides changed, and peace would be, my peace would be um, compromised. You know what I'm saying? And so that was a big um, life lesson for me. And it took my peace thing to another level to where now there are very few circumstances that shift what's already just solid in me. Right? Um, and I learned to do that with good things because it's easy to to look at that from the bad from the bad things and just not let think bad things get to you, but not resting your peace and your solace on good things either because things change. The one thing that we know is consistent is change. So when things change, then it comes down to how you deal with it. And if you're at a place of peace where you don't let the things that you're having your hopes in change when those things change, which they will change, which is the thing, then you, I've learned that you can have a greater sense of peace. And I also learned that you're approaching life in a way more, a way more, um, I don't want to say realistic. Part of me wants to say realistic, but the other part is not, not so much realistic. It's like you're approaching it in a way more natural, like a way that allows you to cope with different things better. And to date, that literally is still my rocking foundation. Um, so my word is um, flow, and it actually really is synonymous with your word of peace. Because flow for me is essentially the same thing, which is no matter what things look like, go with the flow. <laughs> no matter what things look like, go with the flow and be able and flow with things, whether they look like how you think they should look or not. And it really lends itself to the trusting of the process. You know, flow allows me to encounter anything, good situations or unfortunate circumstances and situations, and be able to just be okay with them, you know. So that's my word, um, flow. And one other thing I wanted to add on to that that I think you would appreciate even though you sleep <laughs> is or in and out of sleep is um I wanted to tell you and I and this was what I was when I was asking you if uh, when I mentioned the other part when I was like tell me your word and I was like also if you want to share like a scenario where you're applying it away because I was going to share and I think you might find this interesting uh, maybe maybe not in my life I literally have no places where I have an interruption of flow or interruption of peace where I'm struggling with it. There literally is only one place in my entire life that I have a struggle <clears throat> daily. And that place I actually, to date as we're speaking in this conversation now, I've actually kind of overcome like in a in a pretty significant way. My only place where I actually need to, where I need to apply this and where I constantly need to is on a daily basis when I'm not sure if what I desire to do in life as far as my mission and going forward with it will take care of my life versus the things that I know that I can do 
for money or things that I know that I can do to take care of like the necessities that are needed. And so there's always a tug back and forth with that. And, you know, there many people go through that as well, where they know what they want to do in their heart. And they actually, when, when they do it, they see evidence that what they want to do in their heart actually will pave the way for them. But still having that doubt because of having to, like many people do, having to juggle between doing something because you like to do it or it's your passion or something you feel drawn to and doing something because of a monetary benefit or some other benefit where you just have to do that in order to take care of your life. That literally is the only place on a daily basis where I have to keep applying flow, flow, flow. Because the truth of the matter is when I just release and let go and do what's in my heart to do, it literally does work out. Like they say, the proof is literally in the pudding. Um, and then when I do something that is not really of my desire to do, I may accomplish one goal, but I notice I still don't feel complete. I don't still feel satisfied or complete. And obviously, it's because it's satisfying a goal in life or an aspect. It's not. I can't even say it's satisfying a goal. It's satisfying something that needs to be taken care of in life and addressed but it's not addressing my happiness. It's not addressing me being content or happy or what is meaningful to me. So as I go forward and even taking, looking at this video and just, you know, following through with the, with the aspects of uh, choosing a word to, to use as a mantra to yourself to, to reset, my word is flow and my only place in life because everything else I've, I've, I'm accepting of, I'm in the flow. I'm like, things when things bad things come up, they don't affect me because I just keep my eyes on the, the truth that it's that it's all right and that things change. And that the most important thing to do is to not have in your mind a particular way things have to be or need to be because that's actually not trusting the process. But trusting the process is actually being okay with things in the way that they show up. And, and again, I, and I say that with a grain of salt. I mean, of course, you don't just accept anything. But the things like the serenity prayer is, is, is really what it boils down to. That you accept the things that you can't change, the normal things of life, death, things changing, going from having a financial high to having a financial okay or financial low and then having to reset. And I'm talking about many times some things that are normal and that will change. But what I'm really mostly talking about is things that won't change, that a lot of times we have a hard time coping with. Um, but being able to accept those things, being able to have the courage to change the things that I can, and the best part, being able to have the wisdom to know the difference so that way I can stay, as you said, in the place of peace and in my words of saying it say um stay in the place of flow so yeah that's pretty meaningful and thank you for sharing yes <laughs> 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 <laughs>
Well, I would say my desire from a teaching perspective, it would be the like kind of the normal, like just selfless thing. Like if there's something that you know that is of our, I mean, that is of use to someone else, like in the form of educational information. But to be honest, more than teaching, I actually just have a desire to share more so. I have a desire to share, as they say, for what it's worth, some little morsel that might just be enough to help another person. And it might be based off of my experience. Um, it might be based off of my mishap or my success or triumph. But I actually have more of a desire to share for what it's worth than to teach. And what I mean by that is like, now I'm to the point, even as we have this conversation, um, I'm more, I'm, I'm, the sharing is like, I want to share like my not so good things as well as good things. My, my ups, my downs, the things that I learn, the things I suck at and I fail at, the things that I'm ignorant about and the things that I'm well-educated about. And then, and that it may lead to most of the times, and this is the interesting part about it, it does lead to actually teaching, you know, people or someone being learning something from it. But that usually comes from the person being on their journey in a certain place. And because I, I'm a believer that we actually choose what lessons we want to learn out of things. I don't think that things come with predetermined lessons. I think we look at things and then we decide what we want to learn out of them, if anything at all, or if we even want to learn anything from them. Sometimes we just, you know, resist because we just can't take a feeling. Other times we look at it and say, okay, you know, I have to deal with this, so what do I want to learn out of it to help me? And so... I would honestly say if it does come down to something that teaches someone something prior to and definitely now and forevermore as I work to create my future legacy, it would be in sharing actually ups, downs, ins and outs, ignorances, confidences, failures, places I suck, places I'm good at, places I'm in the process in order to share for relatability. And then in that, people can decide if there's anything in it that actually teaches them something about themselves or about another aspect of life. And so that's that. As I listen to the beautiful and gentle snores of Amishandra. <laughs> I love you. I love you more. Probably. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> Would you say your uh your new series is called that you just um Tell, 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 tell.
tell the truth and say anything though. So I guess did we just have our first uh well at least between you and Alex since you shared. That was that that would be your first moment of top truth. <laughs> <laughs> That's beautiful. So what I'm gonna let you do is get a few more morsels of sleep in. Okay, get up and start the movement. Find out when the girl is coming. Schedule a couple. Calls. All right.